Once you can spiritually design, you realize that everybody on the streets, anybody can be used, even including a madman. So that's what strengthens what you are declaring and it strengthens your communication with God. It gives you faith in your heart. You have the mind of God does not mean you know God. You have the mind of God does not mean you know the mind of God. There are certain prayers you offer unto God is going to be based on the depth of your knowledge of who God is, his mind, his provision for you, and all that. All right, I'm going to continue from where I stopped on Sunday, fourth service. It's still Holy Spirit and you. I don't know what part it is now. Maybe it's part, uh, I think it's part three. So we're going to start, you know, from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I want to continue from verse, I think, 14 or thereabouts. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. So he said, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. Don't forget I was talking about... Um, 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 that, that God has things in stock for us in the spirit and then we have to spiritually design the things that have been put in stock for us in the spirit. Look at what he says. He said, but the natural man, that is the man whose spirit is not alive with Christ, does not receive the things of the spirit of God. So a man that is just a mere man, a man that is not recreated, is not a born-again believer, cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. So the Spirit of God has things. Those are the things that are hidden. All right? He said, cannot receive the things of the Spirit. He said, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually designed. And then you see a problem now. Let's move to the next verse. So that means the things of the Spirit are spiritually designed. Are you getting what I'm saying? The things of the Spirit are spiritually designed. I want you to say after me, say the things of the Spirit. Say louder, say the things of the Spirit. Are spiritually designed. So what that means is that, you know, it will come in such a way that your physical senses will not dictate them. Your intellect will not be able to recognize them, but your spirit must be able to pick them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, that's how blessings come sometimes, disguising. All right? Blessing comes, a gold inside, but rag outside. But if you cannot, you know, sense what is inside without opening anything up, then it's game over. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, a spiritual person knows a relationship that is a destiny relationship. He just knows there's something beyond who this guy is. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's something beyond, you know, this, just this network, this association. There's something divine about this arrangement. Now, as powerful, as powerful as Paul was called, Saul was called and turned to Paul, all right? You know, he met Jesus and they had encounter powerful stuff. He went into Arabia, fasted many days, prayed, and God taught him many things. And then when he was to meet the apostles, he took Barnabas to take him inside. Praise the Lord. Look at all those spiritual encounters. For all spiritual encounters, there is a Barnabas. Amen? God will use a man without of when you have spoken in tongues, when you have seen visions, when you have seen sunlight, when you have seen thunder, when you have had different kinds of encounter, different kinds of prophecy, but there is a man that God 
haven't perceived that grace in your life, and you yourself with all those encounters, do not underrate the man, because if you underrate him, then you won't go inside. So he took Barnabas to take him in. Are you getting what I'm saying? They, did, they were not even ready to deal with him. Because already they've branded him a terrorist. Do you get what I'm saying? They branded him a So he took a man to convince the people that the same man has changed. He's now preaching what we do now. And so I perceived when Barnabas was done with that assignment, they parted. It doesn't matter how they parted. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know they argued and they parted. I don't think John Mark, we're not saying John Mark. John Mark was not with us while we we're doing all these ones, blah, 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 and all that. He wasn't present. And so they parted. So, you see, the way, the way the things of God are, eh, is that there will be so much of spiritual stuff going on on the inside, but then when God wants to make a, 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 a manifestation, he does it in a very simple way. Arrange a man. Arrange a woman. Arrange a, a boss. Arrange a friend. Arrange maybe a friend of a friend, a neighbor. I mean, just it's a, somebody just come around and just casually mention an information. And that is it. That's, that's what God has been trying to do with you for the past 40 days. All your 40 days prayer and fasting. is somebody coming in front of you and mention something in passing and it just went. In fact, there was no, you know that that could not have been orchestrated. Because that's how God works. Everything you have been, And so if a spiritual man with all his 40 days fasting and prayer, cannot discern that this man that is passing is passing for an eternal record. He can miss out. I mean, sometimes I just, I just, when people just, people will walk into church, people will walk out of church, people will walk into a relationship, walk out of relationship, anyhow, carnally, I mean, so carnal, so carnal that any little thing offends people, anything, I mean, I mean carnal, and they walk out of inheritance. I've been unnecessarily angry. Somebody that God has positioned, you don't know the way God works in the scripture. God works relationship. All throughout the scripture, relationship. Relationship. For a soul to be mad in the palace, there was a David who can play harp. Relationship. Forget your throne. If that boy from the backside of the field will not come and play the harp, then you remain in your insanity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Forget it. Now I say, we are now on the throne. We don't need men. Forget it. Sometimes insanity will come, but there must be a David who can play harp. That when he plays the harp, then demons will, will go away. That's the truth. You can be stranded as somebody who is trained as soldiers in the battlefield, being harassed by Goliaths in this world. All other corporations are harassing your businesses and your companies. Until maybe like 40 days. Your can even be 40 years. Until somebody who came, who knew nothing about business. Who was not trained for business? I mean, it's, you know, spiritual people can be very arrogant. Why are you kind I mean, what does he know about business? He just came here and started saying, saying rubbish. And it was the rubbish that God has sent to deliver you from all the 40 days and 40 nights. Because what did David know? Praise God. I mean, what did he know about fighting battle? There was no formal military training for David. It was just at the back of the... Um, it was just at, on the farm. Fighting there and lion. They even mocked him. They said, we have come to come and watch how we do things here. 
What's your problem? Is this now man, you and uh, Asna? What's, what, what are you doing here? And he said, is, is it not for a cause? Is there no a reason? He's talking like somebody who understands destiny and divine purpose. Now why is this guy harassing our people? Ah. And then you will hear it from his mouth. You know he's a covenant person. That this guy is defiling the army of the law. This uncircumcised guy, in fact, the way he described it, he's finished. He first finished him with his mouth. He said, this uncircumcised Philistine. Oh, you see, your army, your rank, will not allow you to see opportunities in a small guy who came to deliver food. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your professionalism and all your certificate from Yale, from Princeton, from Harvard, from, will not let you see somebody who just went to one, uh, let's say, Crawford University or... Um, 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 uh, well, there's no university that, where they used to do courtism like this. Osu University, I mean, Osu something. Or oh, Futa. Or, I mean, I mean, how did he even come inside? That's why you're asking the person. But because once you, once you can spiritually design, once you can spiritually design, you realize that everybody on the streets, anybody can be used, even including a madman. One day, I was coming in the night. I, I used to move a lot in the night. Whether the man was mad, whether he's a guy, night guard, they are just like two or three or so. And I was moving, I think I was moving with someone. It happens to me twice. I was moving with someone, and then the person said, Hey, pastors, you, you go and sleep, oh, go and sleep, oh. Ah. So the only thing that shocked us is that how did these people know that we are pastors? This is I'm telling you. This is what I'm telling you. It should be like around maybe 1999 or 2000. Then, some years after, I, I went into town town and then I went alone. So it was late. I couldn't get back. I couldn't get, so I was just trekking. All those dangerous routes, you know, and all that. And then, man said, ah, pastor, what are you looking for this night? Make sure you go and sleep, oh. You know, God can be warning you. Using the mouth of the uncircumcised. Are you getting what I'm saying? That the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. They shall contend against me. But they shall be. <laughs> but, you know, you can be claiming that whereas God is already telling you something. He said they are spiritually designed. See, if you not take anything this night, take it that it's my assignment to start designing. Are you getting what I'm saying? I need to scan my boss. I need to scan my... Are you getting what I'm saying? Why did God put me in this company at this time? Have you asked those kind of questions? Have you prayed about God opening your eyes to see opportunities around you? You realize that God won't show you any package. Because you're expecting a delivery van. Then God will show you human beings. Ah. So these are opportunities. Because there are information that will come through them. There are opportunities that will come through them. And there are openings that will come through them. Almighty Saul was called. Had a great encounter. But he took Barnabas to take him inside. And to convince the rest of the apostles. And they validated his ministry. He wrote himself. He said, I will have run in vain if I have not gone to meet Peter. 
You wrote it. Spiritually designed. Yes, we have a long way to go. Yes. Let's go back to our main scripture. And the Bible says, but he who is spiritual, can you read this? Let's read it loud and clear. If you're online, join us. Read it louder. Let your neighbor hear. One, two, three, go. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. This is a series. I have taught on this verse before. <laughs> I call it judgmental statement. When you design, what you do next is to judge. Praise God. When you design, what you do next is to do what? Is to judge. He that is spiritual designs and judges all things. And look at what it is. If you can be judging all things, then there's nothing that will judge you. You will have seen things ahead of time. You will have designed things ahead of time. You will have, see, you can design that very soon they will deregulate certain sector, deregulate this, look for PPP, do whatever, do. You have designed it that it will come. Everybody is just fighting for 2023 now. Nobody is designing that what shift will take place in Nigeria. How will it affect my business? How will, do you understand? People are just busy arguing over what is not, do you get? They've left designment, they have gone into arguments. How will changes that will come into Nigeria affect my business? Do you get what I'm saying? How, look at what has happened now. Some people, valuable, competent, spiritual, stewards in this church have traveled and they are traveling. It's a policy and the governance of a particular president or administration that has led to that. Some of them probably might not have planned for it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then God will quickly tell you, start, start a school that will be training people as they come in. First timer, you are now a student of this school. <laughs> what we are trying to make out of you now is to make you a competent and a spiritual and a, what again? Spiritual, studious, prayerful steward. Praise God. And then for everyone who goes, God sends you like 10. And you have a structure. Do you get what I'm saying? To adopt. So it's not that you are just, uh, and everybody just, you are just shadow boxing like they say, ring by rolling, and you are just, you know, try by error, okay, uh, let these people come and let those people go. For those who are spiritual, for those who are spiritual, discernment, 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 discernment. And they take crazy steps. Spiritual people take crazy steps. They remove one and put another. They do this. It's not, it's not, it's not allowed for democracy. It's not a democratic thing. It's not a democratic thing. When he went to go and call Moses where he was, did they sit down in Egypt, the Israelites sit down, and they started casting lots. Who will deliver from this bondage? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted to speak Pinji. God sent them Moses. <laughs> Moses was even asking God, how would they believe that? This guy, they showed me. How will they believe? What, what's your name? He was asking God some serious questions because he knew the people he was going to face. And who are you? We have always have spokespersons. Where are you coming from? They have their own structure. They have their own. Do you get what I'm saying? Eh? But God chose somebody who had even forgotten that he's going to be useful in life at 80. I sent him. I need you to just check the scripture. Because one of the most painful things that the devil is doing to believers is to first take your eyes off the scripture. Just today again, I wanted to lead that prayer, but because time is gone. 
He showed me something. Let me show you. Isaiah. If you are not reading it, you will not see it. You know, most of the time, we have desires in our heart. But those desires are not concrete. Because there are no illumination from the scriptures that can substantiate them and turn them to faith in our heart. If you are there, can you shout amen? Where are you? Where? Isaiah 49? Verse 20. <laughs> I see Isaiah 49 verse. Oh, that's where I read the other time. Now, yeah, yeah, show me another one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I like that. This one, he said, he was saying that, you know, in those days that they will ask me. That means he's trying to give them what to pray for. And then they will ask me that they should be increased. He's, I think it should be on Isaiah 53 or so. Uh, no, 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 no. It's on increase. I want, you to, I want you to get that place. I want you to see it. I will get it. He was saying that, you know, he's ready to change the, the whole thing. And he says that the day we, and it's, it's in my mind, though, but I can't, you know, sometimes, <laughs> I can't just, 51. Don't worry, when I get it, I will bring it. Maybe on Sunday or so. When I saw it, ah, he was promising, he was releasing words, he was, no, 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 it's not this. So don't worry. Let's just move on. So spiritual things are this. Let's go back to that anchor scripture. The scripture. Go to verse 15. Do verse 15 first. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. So the judgment there is something that comes from your words. Your words judges your thoughts judges and your action judges. So it means that once you have an insight from heaven, you move in the light of that insight and then things are implemented on the earth. And it says nothing else can judge you. Alright? Nothing else. You know, Bible says by your words you shall, be, you shall be judged or condemned and by your words you shall be justified. Have you ever seen that before in the scripture? Alright. So now what he's saying is that you will not start saying things and be judging things. You see? You start judging things. And then you start acting in line with what you have been saying and declaring, which is the word of faith. Because an insight has come to your spirit. So, you know when I'm talking about intimacy, discernment matters. Discernment matters. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it has happened to some of you. No matter how popular or how big a church is, you can enter the place and not connect. You can pray, pray, pray. You can, you can even desire their choir. You can desire their offspring. You can desire whatever. And you are not just connecting. 
By the Spirit, you might even think something is wrong with them. Something is not wrong with them, something is wrong with you. It's not wrong with you, too. It's right with you. Praise God. It's just that you couldn't connect. That's not your place. Amen? And then you go to, and there are some guys, they tell you they are good, they are nice, you are not just cool to relate with them. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's from your intuition, from your perception, from your spirit that you are sensing some of these things. And you see, if you can't design, you'll be suspicious. That's the kind of thing people do. Spiritual people who are kind of, that's what they do. They can't design, they are now suspicious. They are putting one or two things together. <laughs> Praise God. They will not be putting one or two things together. They become spiritual, uh, they will be doing uh, arithmetics, something like that. Kind of arithmetics about spiritual things. Not comparing the spiritual with the spiritual. You must design and not be suspicious. You must design and not run on trial by error. You must design and not be guessing. You get what I'm saying? A spiritual person does not guess. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You get. So you are not guessing. You are not running on time, but you are just designing. So he says you judge these things. Now I want you to understand this scripture very well. Go to the next one. Look at what it says. He said, who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Now having the mind of Christ is different from knowing the mind of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do you see that he said we? But he says, who has known the mind of the Lord that he may what? Instruct him. Do you remember he said, command me by the works of my hands? Uh-huh. There are certain prayers you offer unto God. It's going to be based on the depth of your knowledge of who God is, his mind, his provision for you, and all that. Do you get what I'm saying? Your knowledge concerning. So that's what strengthens what you are declaring and it strengthens your communication with God. It gives you faith in your heart. You have the mind of God does not mean you know God. You have the mind of God does not mean you know the mind of God. Do you get what I'm saying? You have the mind of God means, okay, we'll get there if, if we have the opportunity. Let's go to the next chapter. Look at what he said. And I, brethren, now don't forget he says we have the mind of God. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as, a spirit, as to spiritual people. Now he called them brethren, he said they are not spiritual people. What does he now call them? He said, but as to Kana. So they are, not, they are Kana people, but they are brethren. They are brothers and sisters. They are blood washed. They are forgiven. They are filled with the spirit. Don't forget this church of Corinth. You are not filled with the spirit like them yet. They start speaking in tongues. People start releasing word of knowledge. Speaking, manifestation of the gifts. And all that Paul had to teach and put others in church. Some people who had issues with their husband to come and be speaking in church. Alright, against their husband. Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Manifesting the gift of the Spirit and using it in, in, a, in a very funny way. So he taught them there must be order, there must be decency, there must be this, there must be that. Corrected them on a number of things. So they, they, you see, manifesting gift does not mean you are spiritual. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Now, manifesting gift does not mean you are spiritual. What actually determines that, what shows that you are spiritual is exhibitions of the fruit of the Spirit. Do you get now, if, you're, if, if, if somebody offends you, you can forgive, you can walk in love, you are full of joy, instead of being moody, that's spirituality. Praise God. And now, what other gift do we have there? Gentleness. Then we have, what else? You said? 
self-control, self-control, a gifted person can steal. No self-control. A gifted person can commit sin. A gifted person, very gifted, very gifted, highly talented, but yet is fornicating. Highly talented, highly, you see, your gifts won't prevent you from, you see, it's your depth in the knowledge of Christ. Your encounter, your intimacy with him that helps to nurture you and helps to make you develop, you know, very strong immune system and understanding of the who God is and the things that are things of the spirit and then help you to, you know, flee in all youthful lust. Is, that's a result of the strength of the Holy Ghost. You can embrace all youthful lust if you don't have strength of the Holy Ghost. But let's leave all that. Say, now you're talking about gentleness and all that. Go back to my scripture. He said, but as to Cana, as to babes in Christ. But he says, we have the mind of Christ. So babes in Christ have the what? The what? Somebody say, I have the mind of Christ. So when you say you have the mind of Christ, that does not mean you are spiritual. Now, those who are deeply spiritual, we are not kind of, are people who don't just have the mind of Christ, they know the mind of Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? They know the mind of Christ. Now, look at this scripture, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. I want to believe I'm right. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let, let's see what it says. Let this mind, he's speaking to, to Christians now. Can you see? He's speaking to believers. Now, they have the mind of Christ. But he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So you can have the mind of Christ and not really know the mind of Christ. And you need to know the mind of Christ in order to operate your own mind of Christ like that of Christ. Is that clear? Simple. So, these Corinthians, they don't design spiritual things. They can't design it. They are not sensitive. When they come for Holy Communion like this, they are getting drunk at the table. When they come, they will eat. You know, their Holy Communion is not like, they will eat and it got to a point. Paul had to tell them to be eating at home. Now, you don't have to be spiritual to instruct people that look, Wambiliki Wambia is too, it's getting too much. Greed, greed is what we call Wambiliki Wambia in those days. I don't know whether it's still in our dictionary. But he said it's getting too much. Eat at home. Eat at home. When you come and then you take a little portion. Praise the Lord. Are you see here? Good. Now, um, I want us to move because I want us to Where's my message? Now, say. Now, I want to connect we now spirit having souls and living in the body with the Holy Ghost. Now, how to connect it easily is to start from Old Testament and start exploring the Spirit of God Himself. The first thing that I used to, in, a, in my own chronological way of teaching about the Holy Ghost, is to first discuss the promise of the Spirit. If you see what was said when the Holy Spirit was being promised, then you will really acknowledge the Holy Ghost. You will really appreciate Him now that He has come. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Ah, okay. So if I say that we're going to have a guest on Sunday, this guest, very powerful, very powerful, highly spiritual. 
You can look at you. You know me. When I look at you, I just smile. You can look at you now and start scanning you. File one, file two, file three, file four. All the 5,550 files that are in your mind. You can scan through all the files. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, there are, there are people like that now. That is their major in ministry. Always like, say, prophesy, prophesy. Yeah, I'm not under prayer when I'm coming on Sunday. <laughs> I'm coming to teach you. I'm coming to declare. I'm coming to. Do you get what I'm saying? My own ministry is easy. Healing, miraculous, signs and wonders, teaching, praise God. <laughs> and then impartation of the Holy Spirit. Anything outside that, maybe once in a while, praise God. You know, you are not even coming with an expectation on Sunday that, ah, <laughs> Pastor must prophesy today. <laughs> oh, Lord, Pastor must prophesy to me today. And I'm now going one by one. I say, you, who is Rumpe? I, I mean, I, 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 you understand. Things like that has happened when I didn't plan for it. We finished the meeting, and the Holy Spirit just moved me. I said, there's somebody here. There's a guy acting that is trying to ask you out. All right? Now, now listen to me. This was in Preskin. And that, when we're still in Preskin, it was not just in Preskin. It was at the basement. For you to know, we're still very small. I think we're less than maybe 40 or so. Around 30-something or 20-something. We just had a video overnight. And I was rounding up. I said, I can't, I can't. Do you know a lady, somebody who has been talking to her for the past one year or so online, it was that morning they were supposed to see. I said, that, is, that person is hacking. But it might not be, it's the, the, the word hacking might not be the name, go, go, that there is hacking in the name. <laughs> he said, Pastor, he said the person was around in Lagos so that we could see. He said that was the end. He's married to somebody else now in another country. So, you get what I'm saying? It happens like that. Until now, I don't know the acting, but the lady came to open up and said, Pastor, it is true. So, the gift of God runs like that as the spirit wills. Do you get? So, if I now major, I now, that now becomes my ministry. And I said, hey, in your place of work, your boss is tall and your boss is short. You don't have any trouble. And before you know, I said, you know, maybe they are bringing one boss that will be tall. There's no need for, do you get what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying that people who might not be, I mean, that might be their main ministry, but I believe main ministries should center around the teaching of the word. Preaching of the word. That's what we're saying. Go into the word. Preach. Praise God. Uh-huh. You can prophesy if you are moved, but not go into the word and prophesy. Preach. Listen to me, all of you, because there are so many things that look like in vogue. Ah, our own pastor cannot even see anything. What's wrong with that? <laughs> our own pastor cannot, he doesn't see vision. I remember my, my brother and his wife. They just got a new, a new, um, thank you, um, housemaid. I think I've said it before. I sat in front with the driver. They were at the back. And there are these people that, you know, like prayer contractors, all those things. Talk about you praying. I said, about what? He said, people are on the mountain now. This job, we must get it. I said, we have gotten it. Oh. <laughs> they said, talk about you are not, you, you do not say anything. I said, see what? They said, this girl we just got. What did you, you, you do not see anything. I said, I didn't see anything. I said, it's a very, she's a very good girl. She came from the east. I even nicknamed her one, I called her, her name is Peace. I handed Anika to it. Anika Peace. That's how we call And when I branded it, that's how they started calling her. Anika Peace. Praise God. I said, she's a nice, very nice girl. 
Very nice girl. Well, you can be talking like that too, and you are not designing too. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are not spiritual, you are not designing. Uh-huh. And they expected you to see. And if the girl now calls trouble, they say, oh, Can you see what I say? Don't come, oh, we don't have housemates. Nobody will take care of you if you come. <laughs> Praise God. Man says, a nice girl. Let's just by faith, let's believe, let's believe, let's believe. Huh? That's, a, that's a statement of somebody who is being politically correct about spiritual things. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are trying to play safe. Praise God. Uh-huh. I think it's better that way than for you to say, hmm. He's from Anofia. And they find out, they say, ah, he's from Olu. Ah! <laughs> you have misprophesied. Praise God. <laughs> you have misflown. <laughs> and there are people that, look, look at this handkerchief. If they use it on your face like this, you start seeing things. Like this. Ah. You start seeing things. There's one white man in your lineage. Go and find out. You don't know. Ah, there's one. It's 1522. That's when the man died. <laughs> you have to trace the man. No? You have to trace other children that that man. Else you will not, it will not be better for you in life. Ah. Let's leave this matter back. Let's go back to our teaching. <laughs> you see what people do in the name of ministry. It's because they are not. You see them online now. And it's coming to us in Nigeria. He has entered certain countries really well. It's coming to us in Nigeria gradually. I'm telling you ahead of time now so that you can prepare. You see, I don't see vision. I'll fight you. I see vision. Praise God. When God shows me. Praise God. So let's start with John chapter 15, verse 1 to 5. I want to establish something. Or give us 4 to 5. I don't want to go too deep. Because of time. Time is gone. Look at what he said. Abide in me. This is intimacy. And I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you. Unless you abide in me. Can you see that? How that is clear. There is nothing. That will be productive about you. Unless you abide in him. Next verse. Look at the next verse. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me you can do... I like the last statement. Let's read that last statement. One, two, three, go. For without me... So we don't have a choice. He's telling us intimacy is compulsory. You can't be living your life on the surface. Without me you can do nothing. Do you know that as plain as the scripture is, as plain as the scripture is, you might not even see what is hidden in the scripture for you. You need to be intimate with him to understand what he is trying to tell you in the scripture. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know one day, it wasn't, I didn't, there are so many things I didn't get from any preacher. You see, you live your life of any preacher in the world if you can be intimate with the Holy Ghost. That doesn't mean that preachers and teachers will not teach you, but that will be the additional stuff to that which the Holy Spirit has been teaching you. Do you get that? You know, one day he sat me down. He said, did you notice in this place that I started with fruit, then more fruit, then much fruit. He said, that is the way I work. He was telling me in intimacy. 
I might be reading concordance and be reading all kinds of stuff, and I might not see that. Are you getting what I'm saying? He told me that personally. That I won't stop when I start. If you can continue to yield yourself, and then I will move from one fruit to another, and then there will be multiplication, replenishing of the earth, and then before you know it, you have dominion. So that's what he says. So he said, without him, we can do what? Nothing is what? Nothing. Praise the Lord. So now, if you want to do something without him, it is not the thing that God has planned for you that you'll be doing. It will be the things that devil is trying to move you to do that you'll be doing. And you can be getting some money, and be getting some friends, and be getting some fame, and be getting some... Doing the wrong thing that God has not sent you. But if it is the things of the Spirit, it has to be run by Him. Do you get what I'm saying? Good. Now, let's start with the book of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 26. So, let's start looking at how God started some of these things. And He promised... You know, for Adam, listen to me. You can lift up your ears. For Adam, the presence was in the garden. God was coming to meet him in the garden. Do you remember? Good. We, it was documented that God called Noah and told him to build an ark. Do you remember? God spoke with those patriarchs. God communicated, met with some of them in dreams, in visions. Do you understand? Now, Paukumolu, I've told them that when we come, they should not be parking. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, go and warn them. People standing up and down. I don't like it. And I'll come and hide it when I finish. Now, you know, God spoke to those patriarchs one by one. You could see the presence was there. The presence was in the house of Abraham, and there was a prophetic word by this time, by the time of life. That your wife will what? Conceive. Praise God. So, but when you go to the turn of Moses, he prayed for the presence. That we will not go from here until your presence is what? Is with us. That's how terrible it is to be under the law. You'll be praying for the presence. But there were prayer tracks that weren't praying for the presence. Jacob was not praying to see God. To meet with an angel that will change his name. Are you getting what I'm saying? To have this encounter, to have that encounter. Jacob wasn't praying for it. Abraham wasn't praying to get out of his father's house. Is, would, that be, could that have been your own prayer? To get out of your father's house? To get you into an uncomfortable zone? That cannot be your prayer normally now. But God had to come for Abraham. So, you see now, God came for them. Now, under the law, they were calling on God. Do you get what I'm saying? They were calling for the presence. And God told Moses, check Exodus chapter 33 verse 14. I think from verse 12 or so. From verse 12. Why do you always first press verse 1? Then Moses said to the Lord, see, you said to me, bring up these people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet, you have said, I know you by name. And you also have found grace in my sight. Yes, next verse, quickly. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you 
and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Look at what is happening. When Jesus was going to introduce the grace, he said, I am the way. Do you understand? They did not even, not that they were praying. Do you get what I'm saying? So God came again for us, trying to reintroduce what used to happen in Garden of Eden. Look at what he says next. My presence will go with. Then he said, so if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. And then God continues. I, want to, I just want you to know, if you get to Exodus chapter 20, verse 23. No, not 20. 23, verse 20. Check 23, verse 20. Exodus 23, 20. Behold, I send an angel. This is an angel from his presence. Now, I want you to take note because, you know, in the Old Testament, under the law, Holy Spirit was the pillar of fire by night and that of cloud in the day. Do you get what I'm saying? And then there were significances and advantages of all that. So, but then there was a particular special commission, look at this there, to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. So, without him, they can't get into the place which he has what? Prepared. This is the Holy Ghost recognized as an angel, the capital A now. I know theologians, different kind of scholars have said all kinds of things that in the Old Testament is Jesus. That was moving all about. It's the fourth person in the... Is this, is that. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. Look at what it says next. Look at it. It says, Beware of him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. Yes? And then he says, But if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak... You know this can be, a, this can be an angel. An ordinary angel. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So he said, Then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. Yes? And he says, and my angel, for my angel will go before you and bring you into, into the Amorites, Hittites, and the rest of them. Yes? And you will, I will cut them off. You shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do according to their works, but you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their sacred pillars. Yes? And he says, so you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the numbers of your days. You see, most of the time, eh, we quote some of these things. We are forgotten that there is a relationship we must have with the angel. Do you get what I'm saying? Every of his promise is tied to intimacy. He shall go before you. You shall obey. You shall do this. You shall do that. He is tied to it. Can you see? I will bless your bread and water. I will, you, will take, you will take the land. Yeah, I will cut the Amorites, the Jebusites. I will cut them off. He's still obeying the angel. Can you see? And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Now, I just wanted you to see it. So, Abraham had the presence. Isaac had the presence. Praise God. There wouldn't have been so much harvest for Isaac without the presence. So, Jacob had the presence. He saw ladder. And angels were ascending and what? Descending. What does that mean? Heaven and earth are kissed. Praise God, like people say. <laughs> so, there is now divinity around humanity. So, I mean, he said, this is the gate of heaven. You see. So, now, he had that encounter. If there is an angel, 
and he had a little fracture, changed his name, and everything about him changed. So you see all those patriarchs, they had that. Honor the Lord too. They carry the presence. They carry the presence in the wilderness. If you check Isaiah 63 verse 9. Isaiah 63, I want to believe I'm right. 63 verse 9. Let me see. So I so, I mean, kill all those doubts. In all the affliction, he was afflicted and the angel of his presence. Can you see that? Can you see that? The angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. And he bore them and carried them all the days of old. Is that clear? But they rebelled and grieved his... So who is the angel of his presence? Is it clear now? So don't bother yourself. So he turned himself against them and, uh, as their enemy and then he fought against them. When they lost, they, you know, God said that their carcasses will fall. You remember? Uh, so but then, to understand it, let's go to Ezekiel. Let me just introduce Ezekiel and I will continue on Sunday. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you and I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Let me explain this place. This place is just redemption. I hope this is clear. Do you see it? When you got born again, you have a new heart, you have a new spirit. Can you see human spirit? You see now? Human spirit. And then he says, I will make your heart a flexible heart. A controllable heart, not Adamic, not stonic, not, not adamant heart. That's from the Adamic, Adam, adamant. Stiff nakedness, strong head, stubbornness. Stubbornness. Hmm? There, is, there are some things that I said in Yoruba that I would just try and say, you like to just do what is in your mind. Stubbornness. You, you go against the advice and counsel of people to the point that even when the Holy Spirit is counseling, you can't, you can't, you can't pick it. Look at the next verse. So, it, the, your heart, your spirit must be recreated first. He said, I will now put my spirit within you. Now, don't forget they didn't have him within them. And he says, I cause you to walk in my status. Look at this promise. Look at the ministry, the implication and the consequence attached to this promise. Why is he putting his spirit within us? For intimacy. But look at the implication. We'll be able to walk in his what? Status. Do you know what the Bible means when it says status? Can you give us NIV? NIV. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees. Can you see that? And do what? Move you. So it's difficult to move you Without the Spirit being inside you. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm moved by the Spirit. Because I'm filled with the Spirit. So you say, I will move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Don't forget, he said, these laws, he will write us, it's already written them in our hearts. So keep his laws. Next verse. Look at what it says next. NKJV. He said, then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to... He never gave Holy Spirit for you to just speak in tongues. Look at what he's saying. He's talking about land. Ah! You've been carrying Holy Spirit so long and there's no land yet. Praise God. What's your problem? He's talking about land. Okay. Let's, let's say that you are now holy. You have been following his status. What's the next thing? Now I'm asking you, what's the next one? 
It's land now. Look at it now. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. You see the reason why you shouldn't fight the fathers? Look, you'll be operating on a fatherless feed. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know he says some people have sown the seed and he has called us to come and reap. You go and be resowing. We are supposed to reap. <laughs> you fight the fathers, you are in trouble. But I'm not saying you should worship the father either. Or is that neither? That's... Pick one. Praise God. It says, and give to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. It's not our God. Somebody says, it's my God. Glory to God. Look at the next verse. I will deliver you from all your uncleannesses. You have enough of them. And he says, I'm going to take care of them one by one. One by He's the one that will do it. You have been struggling. Allow the spirit to find expression, to carry it out. Praise the Lord. This is a good place to stop. I hope you are blessed. <laughs> so we want to look at the promise. We are on the promise now. I will now tidy it up with the fulfillment. But as we are looking at the promise, we are looking at the implication of the promise. Are you blessed? Come on, lift up your hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord.